Check one two, checking the mic one two three, A B C. La la la, just checking the microphone. I don't normally do this on my own. Normally have a normie who checks my mic for me. Chevy, we're actually on the air right now. We're on the air. Next live. time, do me a favor and tell me that before I'm out here broadcasting I, like I, a fool to the entire world. Do me my microphone warm up. Chevy, I did say that. All right. Uh, okay. Fuck's sake, Bjorn. I didn't get a chance to do my warm-ups. My session tutoring that Mike Fishkin boy. You know, he's a, another boy who has an Adobe show. Which reminds me, charge him double this week. He's a very tough case. Really hard to get through to someone who's so intent. So intent on wallowing in, in, in an Olympic-sized pool of self-pity. Noted. I'll Venmo request him right now. But I think we should start the show because we're live. Hello, dear students. It feels like just two weeks ago we were doing our first episode and we are already on the third installment of Mustang with Chevy Mustang. Things are going great. You're learning a lot. Bjorn Duck and Danny Nonsense are finally getting my headphone mixed right without me having to tell them. And I'm certainly glad to see that most of the other hosts of shows here on Adobe Radio are starting to fall in line. When I first showed up here two weeks ago, I made some fair and actually quite charitable demands. Like, for instance, that they pay a small 15% tithing to me on all of their radio-related earnings. I did this not for my financial gain. I don't need the money, but because it's important to pay if you want to learn or else you don't value it. There are a couple of holdouts who, for one reason or another, have not made their first payment, but they will be dealt with swiftly. Guns? Owner and proprietor of the Guns show with a Z? I'm talking to you, buddy. Don't make me pull all your skeletons out of the closet. You know how that will end. <laughs> not good for you. Anyway, long and short of it, it's been a great few weeks for everyone here at Adobe to get to know me. And of course, I always love introducing you, the dear listeners, to some of my many, many insights. So let's get to it. You Mustang with Chevy Mustang. You must hang with Chevy Mustang for a while. Dial me up, cause you must hang with Chevy Mustang for a while. Dial me up, cause you must hang with Chevy Mustang for a while. Alright, I'm often asked, Chevy Mustang, who are your influences musically? Who really informed who you are as an artist? And to this I say I really only have one influence. And that is me, Chevy Mustang. I did not grow up listening to music. I did not grow up watching movies or television or cartoons. I had never heard a single musical note until I was about 14 or 15 years old. That said, I started composing music at around four, five, six years old. And I would hear out of the space kick drum patterns. I would hear hi-hats opening. I would hear them closing. I would hear percussive elements coming in and out my trance. I would hear what we often call in alternative and pop-punk music risers and filter sweeps in my mind. I had never heard them before outside of myself. Where did these sounds come from? I'm not going to give you the easy answer to that question. And I didn't find the answer to that question either, until I had done probably an accumulated six to nine months of Vipassana. What I started to do, even though I had no musical training whatsoever, is I started to compose. I started to write. I didn't have any way to record. I didn't have any way to write it down. I didn't know music theory or notation or anything like this. So what I did was I used my impeccable memory to store them in my gray matter. And that's how Chevy Mustang, the artist, was born. And now it's time for Capital T Truth with Chevy Mustang. All right, Chev, I've been really excited to get your opinion on this story that I've been following for a while. Right. It's about small business owners who've been trying to get these first-come, first-served federal coronavirus relief program loans. Only thing I like more than a small business, Bjorn, is a big business. Carry on. 
Right, so the, here's the, what's happening. There's a bunch of hedge fund managers who are trying to get their share of these loans. Now, these are, these are hedge trimmers? These are sort of gardeners? No, no, a hedge fund is basically, they're investors, but they operate in really high risk. I, I love high risk. I always say this. I say, live dangerously to my students. Right, so there's this guy, Donald Motschwiller. Oh, strong name. He's the CEO of First uh, New York, a hedge fund that manages $2.9 billion in assets. Great name for the company because it, it has number one in it. But what do you think about a guy that's managing $2.9 billion in assets? He's asked people and he said no one would object to him applying for these loans. Do you think a guy like that needs loans when he's dealing with that kind of money already? Well, sure. Do you think he would ask for a loan if he didn't need it? Why would he go through the trouble, honestly? I mean, $2.9 billion with a B? That's that's not that's not Trump change or anything, but I mean to say that this guy all of a sudden doesn't have to worry about anything at all in life anymore seems a little bit presumptuous and frankly absurd to me. And you don't think though that this would be better served with like small, much smaller businesses like restaurants or uh, small mom and pop type stores and such? I respect the mom and pop stores so much. I I really do. I don't personally patronize them. It's not my thing, really. But I would never dissuade anyone else from going to, like, the mom and pop restaurant where it's a whole family working together and they really need this business to survive. They're living paycheck to paycheck. They need your support. The only reason why I don't go to places like that is I prefer the bigger places, right? I I like something like a Starbucks where every time I go, I know exactly what I'm going to get, all right? Just like a machine at work. And I really appreciate that. But carry, carry on with the story. I feel, I feel I'm banging on. Well, no, I mean, that's, I understand what you're saying about consistency at bigger restaurants, but it just seems a bit unfair that some of these bigger companies, particularly a hedge fund that's not really providing a, quote, necessary service to the public is going to be going after these loans when you could be helping out some of these smaller businesses. Tell me it's not necessary. I mean, this is a real problem. And so I think... Frankly, we're on the radio. We have an extremely large platform. And I'm a little bit worried that you're espousing ideas that actually could hurt people. All right. Yeah, I get, we'll just leave it there, I guess. I just was interested to see what your thoughts on this were. So we'll... I've always appreciated your curiosity, your enthusiasm, and your big brain. You're a wonderful sort of peon to be in the trenches with for that reason. I'm just saying on this one, I feel like you're very misguided. All right, well, look, I, you know, I trust you and I'll, I'll take that to heart. Sounds good. Eddie Cochran, something else. Oh, look at that. Here she comes. Here comes that girl again. Wanted to be her since I don't know when. But she don't notice me when I pass. She goes with all the guys from her out of my class. But that can't stop me from my thinking to myself. Oh, 
Alright, if you haven't already, you can follow me on social media at the Chevy Mustang. That's at the Chevy Mustang on Twitter and Instagram. Fresno Local News Update. Good afternoon, I am Tyler Paul reporting for the Eagle KFFE, Fresno's only local news station. So, uh, Chevy, pretty uneventful this week. Just got off the phone with the sheriff's office, and it turns out that the president of Walnut Creek HOA, Ron Johnson, admitted that he was not hit by a car when he had his accident. Oh, no. He fell because he had an argument with his wife and had been drinking and went out for a bike ride around the neighborhood. Sure. Also, I checked in with Michael Sense, and it turns out that the speed limit issue that I was talking about the last couple weeks was resolved after a vote at the last HOA meeting. Good Lord. Unfortunately... This week, nothing too salacious to report. Wow. What a story. You know, it's funny. The other day, I was having a conversation with my wives, and things were getting a little bit contentious. Natalyashka was saying, Chevy, it's Wednesday, it's supposed to be my night. And, of course, Tiffany was saying, no, last time you skipped me, and so it's my night tonight. We started to get into this little thing. Mind you, I was keeping it perfectly cool. But my partners were starting to sort of lose it. It's really difficult when you're trying to have, like, a rational conversation and you have seven or eight women screaming at the top of their lungs. One thinks this is true and another thinks that is true. And you know, I'm always telling my students, the truth is always somewhere in the middle. Take two opposing views, imagine them as circles, and bring them together until they converge. You'll find the truth in that space that connects the two circles. Sleaford Mods, Jolly Fucker. Promote yourself, look like a con fucker parties. Cush your walls in a shit club. I ain't bothered where it goes. I got a job. I'll run away in the aisles of the co-op, mate. No prom. French fancies, Mr. Kipling acid dances. Let's laugh at local record plants. Elitist dippies, arrogant cunts. Ian Beal, tie trunks, tie pants. Grammar wanker, walk the plank, pirate banker. 60 kids, where's mine? Wasting money on shit coffee all the time. Fish fingers, take the bar off. I can't believe you had kids. Fuck up, Johnny Fuck up, Johnny Fuck up, Johnny Fuck up, Mr. Johnny Fuck up. Lad like Boogie, repress, repress, boss cunt, move them mate, move for fuck's sake. The machine don't bleed, ticketless, sheep, bar bar crack sheep, have you any wrong? EDL twat, Tommy used to work on the dock, Union went all white, he fucking loved it. Take it down there, take it down there, camouflage, Humpty Dumpty, crusades, blood on the hands of working class rage. Jolly fucker, jolly fucker. Jolly Fucker! Mr. Jolly Fucker! Do a walk on seeing gilded splinters, digital time boards, and the new public shitters. Soft dips in our roads. Corey night. I better watch my words. Two pint balls and loads of office turds. Push in, don't push me. I was here first, you cunt. Can't you fucking see? If you want to follow me on Twitter, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at the Chevy Mustang. Really simple. At the Chevy Mustang. Give me a follow. Let's interact. And now Chevy Mustang reads a joke. All right. My favorite segment of the show. Let's get to it. A sadist, a masochist, a murderer, a zoophile, a necrophile, and a pyromaniac are all sitting on a bench in a mental institution. Let's have sex with a cat, says the zoophile. Let's have sex with a cat and then torture it, says the sadist. Let's have sex with a cat, torture it, and then kill it, shouted the murderer. Let's have sex with a cat, torture it, kill it, and then have sex with it again, said the necrophile. Let's have sex with the cat, torture it, kill it, have sex with it again, and then burn it, said the pyromaniac. There was silence. And then the masochist said, Meow. 
right. Um, this doesn't really sound like a joke to me. It sounds like sort of a handful of like-minded people having a conversation around intimacy. These are people exploring their proclivities and orientations. And I think that's an incredibly sane and rational conversation to have. Me personally, I only have sex for the purposes of procreation with my wives because I'm not a pervert. Top 40 with a 40-year-old in Bjorn Duck. It's so interesting. You know from the first note, you know the song. Isn't that neat? You know, you love to see it. A blue-collar working band. It's the type of band that really has to spend like 300 dates out on the road per year in order to be able to eat. So I encourage all of you, this band is called the Hot Hot Chili Peppers. I encourage all of you to go see them play on their Instagram lives during quarantine. Because this is the type of band you're supposed to see making the music out of thin air in a spontaneous combustion of artistry. I have one bone to pick with them. I don't like to do this. Even if there's something that bothers me about an artist, I will very rarely say it. I will very rarely speak negatively about someone who's really just leaving it all on the stage and in the studio. I just don't think it's right to do it. But, all right, I have it on very good authority. Matter of fact, from the authority, Gary Newsom, the governor of the great state of California, which I call home, where I was born and raised, that this group of guys who are always singing about California have never actually darkened the door of this great state. I believe they're from like Omaha or something like this. And that's great that, you, that California is your muse. That's fine. That's wonderful. You don't have to have a lived experience to be able to write about it. There's a long tradition of narrative songwriting where people are writing about things that they have never lived and they know nothing about. The only reason why I have a problem with it with this band, Hot Hot Chili Peppers, is because they pretend that they actually are from Los Angeles. That's why I have a problem with it. I would say, though, that aside, they make good music. All right, so go out, support this band, Hot Hot Chili Peppers. Call into your local radio station because chances are they're not playing this band enough. Request them. Say, say, you on the air with the radio voice, play the Hot Hot Chili Peppers. Why are you sleeping on this band? Say, tell them this. Say, stop sleeping on the Hot Hot Chili Peppers. You might have them say back to you, oh, we play one of their songs like six months ago. Say, that's not good enough. Say, that's not good enough. And tell them like that with like really a lot of forceful energy because this band deserves to be heard. That's a pretty little lick. Watch me. Ooh. Oh, Lord. God. Oh, wow. Oh. Wish he would stop doing that. It started out so nicely, and then he started mouthing off all over it. Good Lord. He's just lifting his little leg and doing a pee-pee. All over this pretty little... What? What is wrong with this fellow? Does he mean to sound like this? Don't they have a program in the computer where you can smooth out the voice so it doesn't sound so sort of like it? every single word has 19 exclamation points at the end of it? Paranoia? Who cares? Frankly. Good lord, this, this sad sack is just saying, oh poor me, I'm a big idiot and I, I suck at everything. That's not interesting. Good lord, and now he's really letting us have it, like getting all throaty with the screaming and stuff. Listen, fellow, when you're not screaming, you already sound like you're screaming because your voice is so difficult to listen to. What is he on about, man? What is this? Honestly, Bjorn, what's this guy singing about and why? He has that type of voice 
And this is a sort of a common thing now where the vocalist sounds like they're yelling at their stepmom or something like this to like close the door of their bedroom so they can play Xbox in peace. Like, you know, this is, again, I very rarely air a negative opinion on a song. I do this segment to turn people onto new music and to show people great stuff usually, but you know what? I can't, I can't stifle the truth when it wells up in me. Right, I've got to sort of speak my mind. This is absolute garbage music. And if you like this music, no offense, and really emphasis on, on this part, no offense, but you're probably pretty stupid. All right, let's end it right there. Rage Against the Machine, Bulls on Parade. nonsense all right mirror mirror yeah we we kind of decided on this title because as in snow white the mirror doesn't lie you know and i think that uh we should be receptive to all comments out there uh, for, on the internet positive or negative you know we absolutely need to, yeah 
I'm glad we're on the same page about that, Chevy. Uh, so this is John117 on YouTube. Wrong username. It is very strong, yeah. Um, to get John before the rest of everyone, you know, he's only the 117th to get that name. How did you get Congos to work with you, he asks. Right. Um, great question. And a lot of our listeners probably don't know that my two producers, I refer to them most often as engineers because they're more on the craftsman side of things than the artistic side of things, which is sort of my side. But they were in a band called Congos. Congos had a huge smash that went something like this. Yo, I'm going round. I'm gonna come on down. Hey, come to the town. Or something like this. And I heard it. And I thought, eh, you know, um, like the beat sort of, I'm not blown away by it. But when I met them in person, they're affable enough guys, very hardworking. And that's what I really require in my subordinates most of all, is that they are tireless in their work ethic. Is that the background that you wanted me to provide on this band, Congos? Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm glad you brought it up, given the NDA. And, uh, you know, I feel like it was almost a different lifetime ago that I was in that band. Non-denominational attrition is a very important principle and practice in spirituality. Now, flagellation is most often related to the Catholics, but... A lot of people don't know that there are many cultures and many denominations that whip themselves mercifully for spiritual growth. I've never seen you self-flagellate. Um, Record Breaker on YouTube says, quote, beat is good, but the voice needs a bit of work. No offense. So I think that's a pretty nice constructive comment because, you know, they put the no offense in there. <laughs> that's funny. I I have a pretty strong suspicion that he thought he was commenting on a different video. You know, with YouTube no, and some of these platforms, I, I it's very Chevy, easy. I, it's I, very, can I got them finish nonsense? I just, we were doing we were doing so well here for I, us. I don't a second, you were being I, I deferential just, I just for a fact that he was commenting and on submissive. because I want to. He was saying specifically about the because I Bjorn, want to. Is vocal. he still banging on? I'm trying to ask the goddamn question. I'm. I'm, and I answered the question nonsense. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying he's right. I'm just saying he was he was aware of what video he was commenting on. How do you know that? I, I messaged you, him. How are you pretending to know the inner workings of not only his mind, but the YouTube algorithms? I, I messaged Record Breaker and I said to him, Record Breaker, are you commenting on the song Because I Want To by Chevy Mustang? And he said, yes, absolutely. The chorus... The, he even, you know, quoted back the chorus lyric. You're so cute when you lie nonsense. It's so transparent. And it's just, I can see right through it. He said it. the beat is good, but the sure. voice needs a bit of work. No offense. And there's no way that that comment was intended for my video and song. I just find that's absolutely impossible I think to you're believe. just offended that he thinks the beat is good, which is something that I worked on. Sure, you worked on it. I wrote it in my mind. And I told you exactly what to punch in on the little knobs and buttons, didn't I? I said, I want the beat to sound like this. Duh, 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 duh. And you did an okay job of transcribing what I saw in my mind and making it come out of the speakers. Could I have gotten another engineer to do exactly the same thing? Maybe even a little bit better? But of he course. also says, but the voice needs a bit of work. And, and you, you, you were your own vocal coach on that track. Absolutely, I was. I always coach myself vocally. I do my own. I suggested bringing in a vocal producer. Right. And that suggestion was not only crazy, it was also stupid. All right? Because we we made a smash record. All right? And so to try to run counterfactuals now, after we've already had this massive success on the record, seems to me not just counterproductive, but really I mean, here, here you go again, just with these inane sort of thoughts that you actually decide to verbalize. It's mystifying to me nonsense. All right. All right. I think we should end this segment. Uh, you know, that was that was pretty good. I think as we get used to this, we'll, we'll be able to deal more with the kind of acerbic comments out there. Um, you know, and I just don't want to fall into the abyss. And I, I really think we are making progress. Acerbic comments are, are great when they're 
intended for Chevy Mustang. That was obviously a mistaken comment, but I, I take your point. Are you following me on Twitter yet? Are you following me on Instagram yet? If you're not, the handles are at the Chevy Mustang. That's at the Chevy Mustang. All right, Chev, this is a song called Inside mm. Out by the band Eve Six. Interesting. I can hear the sort of angst in his voice, the pain, the pathos, and I like it. can relate to this oh wow smack me in the face with that big old backbeat good lord i wish i could get up and start grooving and boogie but i have to stay grounded to the microphone so that i can give my review <laughs> my big review <laughs> i love this section because it's nice to be able to listen to songs and opine about them. And this song, so far, I think is pretty good. It's all right. Let's see what happens here. Interesting chord change into the chorus. I was not expecting that. What was that, like a G major or something? That was really neat. Oh, and a big break for the vocal. Very smart, because that's a massive hook. That's a massive hook. And I would bet if this song was released, and I don't know if the song is out yet or whatever, it sounds pretty current to me, but I would venture a guess this song would do all right. Unlike the radio, etc. It's really got sort of hit potential to me. Um, I don't know who wrote this, if this was like a Max Martin thing or something, but it's really firing on all cylinders. I don't normally traffic in car metaphors, I'm not a big car guy, but look, this song has sort of the kitchen sink in it. It's like, I'm hearing so many little elements, so many little thoughtful little placements of sort of percussion and musicality. Oh, interesting, I love a falsetto background vocal. Oh, I could listen to this section for 16 minutes. Matter of fact, I might have Bjorn take this song and make a version of it for me where this section is extended for 15 or 20 minutes. Okay, I'm on that. Because on it. I could just listen to this part forever. What does he sing now? What is he singing about? If, if I have one bone to pick with this song, it sounds like there is a lot of sort of mixing of metaphors and there's a little bit of sort stream of consciousness is great but like have a point of view is what i would say but overall the effect of the song is marvelous it's magical I, I find it really moving and it's got that rock and roll thing where it just makes you want to scream freedom you know like um like that scotsman mel gibson i really really like this music it's wonderful all right, good pick, Bjorn. Kudos to you, my friend. Third eye blind, semi-charmed life.
my toes The beats gives a feeling, energy feeling I believe in the faith that grows And the full line goes can make me cry When I'm with you I feel like I could die And that would be alright, alright And when the plague came in she said she was crossing The velvet strippers in the sea which chipped on the earth to feel alive And now I'm struggling to survive those days You were wearing that velvet dress You're the priestess, I must confess Those little red panties they pass the test So I took around the belly face down on the mattress I want something me through this life, baby, I want something else, not listening when you say Now it's time for Dear Chevy, Help Me Help Myself. All right. This week on Dear Chevy, Help Me Help Myself, we've got a question from Sarah Hutchinson. She says, Dear Chevy, last week you mentioned an essay you'd written. Is there a photo? Uh, you know, it. I sent it to you in WhatsApp. Dear Chevy, last week you mentioned an essay you'd written called 10 and 2. I've searched everywhere on the internet and even the dark web, but wasn't able to find a copy to read. Any chance you'd share a little more about this essay, I'm utterly intrigued. You know, as an author, you write something, you believe it strongly in the moment, and you put it out. And then maybe you wake up the next day or two weeks later and you think, is that exactly how I wanted to phrase this? So this has happened a couple times with this particular essay, 10 and 2, where It's been online, I've taken it off. I've put it back online, I've taken it off. I put it back online, I've taken it off. It's now back online. But let me give you a little synopsis of the thoughts therein, all right? If you want to be a 10 in two weeks, and we all know what a 10 is, right? Slam and bod and an okay face. You want to be a 10 in two weeks? You merely need to follow these guidelines that I lay out in this particular lesson plan, 10 and 2. And within 14 days, you will go from whatever you might be, Sarah, whether it's a 3 or a 4, maybe a mid-5 or something like this, to a 10. Will these changes all happen on the outside? Will they all be physical? No. Will some of them be physical? No. They will all be inward because what happens when you do the spiritual work is you radiate light all right and when you radiate light you become a 10 i don't care if you look like a troll all right i don't care if you're the most unfortunate looking hideous beast that this god with a sense of humor created if you do this lesson plan you will radiate so much light so much light that in a fortnight you will be an absolute 10. I hope this helps, Sarah, and please keep us posted of your progress. We'd love to hear how it goes. Thank you so much. All right, listeners, if you want your question answered next week, go to chevymustang.com and click on Ask Me a Question. We field all the questions, we read everything that comes our way, and we certainly don't filter the results. Chevy, this is Uh, Lady Gaga, Stupid Love. Listen to the splendor dripping from the violin bow. I love this. Really pulling me in. What's going to happen next? Oh, God. That was a bit of a slap in the face. Sometimes you want that in a song. You're the 
I didn't want it just now. Alright, let me see if I can give myself to this music. It was sort of, I thought it was going one way, and boy did it diverge and go down a completely different path. The path in the beginning was, it was a beautiful path, it was smooth. It was like on the side, a beautiful mountain, and the vista below was breathtaking. The path that it's on now, I feel like it's sort of like a dystopian, like garbage-laden alleyway in a big metropolis or something. And that's fine for a song. I'm not knocking that. It's just that I thought it was going to be the breathtaking, peaceful scene. And it's now this thing. And I feel like there's an awful lot of boogie-woogie going on. It's a little bit overwhelming. Now, this song, correct me if I'm wrong, Bjorn, is called Stupid Love. No, that's correct. But don't take issue with that title. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about love, is it is inherently, fundamentally stupid. Love is not only difficult, not only does it require a lot of work, and I say this as someone with a multitude of, of wives myself, there's a lot of moving parts, literally. And it's tough to keep everyone, it's not tough to keep everyone satisfied, that much for me is easy, but it's difficult to keep everyone sort of on an even keel emotionally. There's a lot of jealousy that comes up. There's a lot of Chevy, it's my night. And I'm like, no, last night was your night and stuff like this. So not only does love require a lot of work is my point, but it's also stupid. I mean, it, it just is. So there's, there's a capital K kernel of capital T truth in this unlistenable piece of music that I have to sort of give props to to use the parlance of Southern California. We don't say props in in Fresno. We say, I would like to give this, I would like to give this hella love or this is mad good or something like that. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Let's not get stuck in the weeds with these terms. Um, I don't like it. Make sure to sign up for Chevy Mustang's newsletter. Go to ChevyMustang.com. Here you will get all the latest up-to-date information about Chevy Mustang, my teachings, and my hit records. There's something you should probably know before we go too far. My neighbor found a mushroom growing inside of my car. She called me up once. Malibu Ken, Tuesday. Although it may have scared her more that I wasn't really alarmed. The danger from a shaken globe is fit to gild a manger. The pizza faces, pepperoni, carbuncle, and caper. On bunions and contusions, bumps, lumps, and bruises. Discoloring and other things I can't reach with the loofah. Not a butcher, not a baker. Pick a booger with a basic evolutionary failure. I do not open mail. I do not answer phones. The fridge is pretty much a home for Megan's alone. Watch a pocket knife surgeon cut a sister out in the kitchen. It's the cousin to acutely removing his own stitches in a pinch. Kool-Aid ooze at his toothache. Mushroom growing in the car. It's just another Tuesday. On the other, it's sort of like a pretty desert rose How against all odds, whether wet, dry, night or day Garden pig, styre cave, life science finds a way Box stain, bedged out, box in a hen house Gray stained teeth, say cheese, do a trench mouth Cheese, chase dreams with the hellbound Posture suitable for a job in the bell tower One plate, one fork, itty bitty lamp I would offer you a drink, but I literally can't you're camping when you're sitting on the can Where the crib is always simulated living in a van A little light cleaning, keep the spiders off his eating Maybe one day he'll go deeper, really exercise the demon at the root I'm in the sofa cushions over loose change Black mold bathtub, homie it's a Tuesday Well, yeah. No. 
I can't even keep a cactus alive when I'm present. When I'm gone, it's a groundbreaking botanical epic. From desolate to little shop of horrors in a second. It's weird knowing life thrives more when you exit. The trouble man cut up with a duffel bag of loose cast. Juice glass scatterbrained. Aspartame moustache. Mwah. Head lies dressed like a douchebag. Unsaid prayers on dead raccoon hat. Voice of the boiled over. Thick skull still throw his toys at a stroller. Piss black roof tar, bleed flat cherry coke Very much another whack job with a megaphone Very much another fat slob playing chess alone Lesser known fetish porn, leftover Lexapro, etc Everything's coming up, go sex Sunday, Monday, happy days Tuesday is Tuesday Chevy, this is Drake. The song is called Choosy Slide. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. Ah, this song. <laughs> I love this tune. I love this tune. Matter of fact, I was just rocking out to this song on the way to the studio. I must have missed that intro. I love the hook in this one. I'm going to take my horse to the old town road I'm gonna ride till I can't no more I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road I'm gonna ride till I can no You know, it's really smart, I think And I know this fellow got a lot of pushback From like the country music community And probably from the hip-hop community as well Like, you can't fuse these two genres Why not? Why not? Hey, tell me, anybody out there want to tell me why? Didn't think so, because there's no good reason why not to mix pop country music, which is my favorite form of country music, and hip-hop. Why not? They're both music that is really fun to party to, both music that is really fun to drink to, and if you do, I don't personally do illicit drugs but if if you if you do partake in that like you know i could see doing a couple fat rails of ayahuasca to this like this is good music and it's trailblazing people always have a problem with the iconoclast right they always have a problem with the person who breaks down the door and does it first and when this fellow what is is his name again, Bjorn? Uh, this is Drake, Shiv. Jack? Drake? Sh- Drake, sure, right. I believe he's from, is he not from like Saskatoon or something like that? I think it's like, Toronto, actually. It's from Toronto, sure. I think I think that's the same province, but... It's not, but... Anyway, this is really lovely. And again, that hook devastates me every time. I'm like, it makes me just want to put the windows down, take a nice big swat off of my central oil vapor and just jam to it. Close to the old town road, I'm gonna... And I love this, the twang he even has on his voice. Anyway, it's a great track. It makes me want to move to it. So let's leave it to that. All right. It's time for our guided meditation. It's the way we close out every episode of Mustang with Chevy Mustang. For this meditation, I want you to have a seat on the floor. Sit cross-legged. And now I want you to pull your ankles into lotus position. If you've never done this yoga pose before, don't worry about it. Do it anyway. Merely lift your ankles and place your right ankle on your left upper thigh right where it meets your groin, that glorious little crease. Do the same thing with your left ankle. If you find it painful, notice the pain. Allow it completely. Accept it. If you hear your knee pop, allow it to be so. Notice the sound. Where does the sound go when you notice it? Now I want you to take a few deep breaths in through the nose 
out through the mouth. And I want you to focus in a single-minded and powerful way on the sound of Chevy Mustang's voice. You are good. You are powerful. You are forgiven for all of your past mistakes. You have the strength within you. You have the volition to decide how the rest of your day is going to go. And you're going to make the decision right now to have your day go really great. Now what I want you to do, dear disciples, is visualize yourself picking up your phone and going to my Instagram page and writing a short, no more than three word affirmation on my latest post. Tag a friend who needs to hear it. Now I want you to literally give yourselves a pat on the back, open your eyes and walk out into the day, but don't go outside on account of quarantine. Thank you so much. This concludes another episode of Mustang with Travi Mustang.